want more liberty and more consumption, we have to have fewer people. We want to have freedom and we want to have a high sentence, so we're going to have a billion people. And we're now at seven, so we have to get back down. I hope that this can be slow, relatively slow, and that it can be done in a way which is relatively equal. Many people have been hoodwinked into believing that the government give us our rights. That could not be further from the truth. Every constitution in the world is a code of conduct for governments to follow, to ensure and protect and defend and vindicate and uphold your rights, our rights, that have been given to us by our creator. The government doesn't give us our rights. The government is obliged to protect those rights. With the current rollout of the COVID-19 vaccination program, we now see these fundamental human rights being violated again. We and others in the post-war consensus led to uh, an international law that says uh, that no medical procedure may be performed on a human being without informed consent, and they must benefit from it. Your government doesn't have the right to override that law. So if people are saying you've got to, otherwise you can't, you can't go shopping, you can't work or travel, take to court. Uh, we make a version of this which puts out 155 decibels. Pain is 120. Myself, I'm 73 years old, and I've had a good life and no regrets, and I've loved this country, and I've been a Christian all my life since I was about 11 years old, and uh, so I believe God wants us known, and I believe the cosmos wants us known. It was a real eye-opener, how deep the secrecy goes, how deep the cover-up is. One of the things that I'm upset about is that Good people are forced to do illegal things. And I believe that this information should be given to the American public. Give us information to the young people of the world in this country. They want to hear it. They want it. Give it to them. Don't hide it and tell lies and make stories. They're not stupid. The most dangerous thing going on on the planet today isn't ISIS. It's not Iraq. It's not Russia. It's not China. It's a... This transmission is coming to you. Welcome to your Deep Dive for Truth. Everyone out there is searching for the truth, but sometimes the truth hurts. It can have repercussions that are detrimental to the health and safety of you and your family. The first thing all truthers need to know is that the system will always try and discredit the information provider when said provider start informing the general population and get too close to the truth. Therefore, the deep dive for truth team, we stay safe and anonymous while providing the opinions or facts that some of you may have never heard before. The desire for truth runs deep in all truthers. If you want to know more, join us on our deep dive content and support the Deep Dive for Truth team with your positive responses only. 
Any negative response is not appreciated. Red pill or blue pill? This choice is for real. Reality is here. Would you like to know more? Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth. Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth. This is Big T for Truth. Coming to you with another quick episode. It's about the October 4th and October 11th emergency alerts. Don't be pacified by the see nothing happened here brigade because there's a lot of that going on. As a matter of fact, uh, I've gotten uh, messages from people saying, no, nothing's happened. What are you guys high? What are you guys crazy? Fine God. This that and the other thing. Well, again, this is fiction. They are watching. This is for you to use your critical thinking we're going to put this information out there. You guys decide what's going on. If you don't believe in what we're saying, that's fine. Move on. If you want to hear about it, and if it ever comes to pass, you can say, well, at least I knew. I have some information backing me up. That's great. And then uh, for those of you that are really interested and that are following us and that are curious to see what's coming next, stay with us. The Deep Dive for Truth team and Big T aren't going anywhere. So this is interesting. October 4th and 11th emergency. This is uh, going into a little bit of the history of predictions, you know, Simpsons, that kind of stuff. Do these things actually, their predictions get posted after the fact? We don't know. But it's interesting, and we want you to take a listen. We interrupt Big Judge for an emergency broadcast. A sudden environmental catastrophe has rocked Springfield. Three consumer cell phones will be part of a nationwide emergency alert test. Now this test is going to be sent not only to your cell phones, but it's going to be sent to your radios, your TVs, probably any of your smart devices. And even if you usually have your phone on silent, this one you ain't going to be able to turn off. So if the Simpsons predicted it, it must be true. So I want to go over a bunch of information here coming up uh, this coming Wednesday, but also the following Wednesday. Now notice the time is from 2 to 3 p.m. It says October 4th to October 11th. And this is coming from the uh, Emergency Management Association, whatever you want to call these idiots, who are conducting the test. But listen to what they have to say. Uh, we will initiate the test message that goes to cellular phones um, that will cause phones to uh, ring very similar to if you have ever received a flash flood or an amber alert that also came through the same system that's the wireless emergency alert system so the, the phones will uh, they buzz very loudly uh, they sound very similar the sound that comes out is very similar to what you're used to hearing on the emergency alert system uh, at the beginning of alerts that are broadcast on radio and television. Um, the message, the text of the message will display right on the, on the uh, home screen or on the, the middle of the screen of the cell phone. Um, at the top of that, there will be a banner that will say presidential alert. That's the category of the type of alert that we're allowed to send nationwide. And then the text of the message will say test. This is only a test of the national uh, wireless emergency alert system and no action is, is needed. There was concern that Americans weren't necessarily watching radio and TV, uh, especially in the evenings, maybe. Uh, the new technology of the cellular phones was just coming online. It was suggested uh, that we figure out a way to be also, also be able to send alerts to cellular phones and all other devices as they come online. So here is another person giving out the alert. Yet at the end of this, he says, well, just turn off your phone or put it in airplane mode which I'm going to show you is not, not acceptable. They can turn on your phones. But listen to what he has to say here. Your phone in exactly a few weeks. If you have a U.S. phone on October 4th at exactly 2.20 p.m., your phone will blare one of the loudest sounds possibly ever recorded in history. Not only that, every radio and TV station that exists in the U.S. will also be blaring that same sound. The U.S. is launching its first ever emergency broadcasting alert system since 1951 that will go out to every device in the U.S. and it will be terrifyingly loud. And it's reported since it will all be happening at once, other countries may be able to hear an echo of this alert. The emergency alert system is set to test if every device is able to receive an emergency alert at the same time, and it's reported that this loud sound will last over a minute long. Oh, and silencing your phone won't be able to stop that. The sound will be a similar one to the Amber Alert. If you do want to avoid this sound, you will not hear the sound if you shut your phone off or if you decide to put it on airplane mode.
So he said something interesting. He said, the, uh, and this could, guy could be a plant, because he's saying, turn it on your airplane mode, and hey, you know what, you'll be fine. No, they're gonna, they can turn on your phones. Your phone is always listening. That's going to play here in a minute. And also, the uh, director of the previous um, talk on, on explaining the emergency broadcast was saying it's a presidential FEMA alert. Now, we know that FEMA took over the country on March 21st, 2021, um, so that's another thing to consider, a presidential alert. But what the second guy just said was the echo may reflect on phones all around the world. That is another interesting sidebar to this, that the echo could turn on phones around the world as well. And here's another one I'd like to hear in, your, in the comments, too, is you ever go to the, taking a shower and say, oh, I'm going to go, I need to go buy a belt or I need to get a new shirt or something like that. And then you get on your computer or your device and there's an advertisement for it. Uh, why is that? How can they know? Because they're inside your head already. And the phones are just relaying. And then you go home later that day, you pop on the grants, and suddenly there it is. 70 inch TV. You're like, it's, it's meant to be, right? Like, how did they know to give me that targeted advertisement, right? Well, the truth is, is that in Target, there are these little Bluetooth low energy beacons, and they are listening and they are receiving it. So your Bluetooth has a unique identifier. Later, Target's going to go through, through data brokers and figure out who that is. That's how they're going to figure out how to target you later. But that's how you start to get this type of targeted advertisements. So either if it's Android or iPhone, it is getting this information and it is transmitting the raw information about everything your phone could hear during a given time. So this is a movie which many of you are familiar with called The Cell that came out in 2016. Big actors John Cusack and Samuel Jackson. And it's about them turning on the cell phones and everybody goes into zombie mode. And I'm not going to show, you already know, but the zombie apocalypse, the CDC has a website. Amazon has a disclaimer in their legalese for a zombie apocalypse. So why would they be preparing and saying it? And the movies are always pre-predictive programming. And please note, they may be the next stage in human evolution. They put right in the trailer here. <laughs> What's happening now is more than temporary, Henry. It's a terrible war. I want to wipe him out. It's a suicide mission. You're going to die. I want to see my son. And I highly recommend you watch this because it could be predictive programming. But at the end of the movie, um, spoiler alert, the John Cusack, who was not had a cell phone on, was trying to find his son and finally sound him. And then at the very end of the movie, he is converted over and he is marching with everybody else in circles around the cell phone tower, the 5G tower. Where have we seen this before? And this is a cell phone being turned on and the ants start circling around the cell phone. I mean, they're telling you, they're mocking us, they're showing us. And, you know, it's, it's obvious that they have complete control over the cell phones. Yet everybody uses their device because they're all prisoners of their own device. Cue the Eagle song. Hotel California, we're prisoners here of our own device. You can check in, but you can't check out. So there's the voice of God, of V2K voice to skull. So they could put messages in your head. Go kill the unvaccinated. Go kill the unvaccinated. And to think that this is impossible, think again. And the stumbling, bumbling, idiot clone... Uh, biding his time, is out there telling people, and this was back in uh, 2022, I believe, uh, he says they're killing people. The unvaccinated are killing people. Look, the only pandemic we have is among the unvaccinated, and they're killing people. This is the president, your president, not mine, um, of USA Inc. saying and putting in quotes, they're killing people among the unvaccinated. So are they going to turn the vax, and when people really start dying, that have been vaccinated, and they're going to blame it on the unvaccinated, and they're going to send them out as a, a hunter mission to go and Biden hunter to go and, and go and attack them. I don't know. It's just I'm just throwing out possibilities. The more you're awake, the more you're aware, the more you can prepare, the more you can act without having to think about what the heck's going on because you've always already thought about it. That's why I'm presenting all these different scenarios. Already been created. The LRAD system, which is used to cast strong signals and crowd dispersion, can also be used to send messages along distances. 
I'll play a video of the CEO, Woody Norris, describing the Voice of God weapon and what it can do when it first came out. So again, this idea of being able to put sound anywhere you want to is really starting to catch on. It also works for transmitting and communicating data. It also works five times better underwater. Uh, we've got the military had just deployed some of these into Iraq where you can put fake troop movements a quarter of a mile away on a hillside. <laughs> or you can whisper in the ear of a supposed terrorist some biblical verse. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> Did you hear him say you think I'm kidding? I'm not. And this is dealing with back in Iraq, what was that, 97, 98, somewhere around there where they had this technology. This was the Red Scare. This is when they had Allah saying, get out of your tanks. And this is how they had the entire Iraq mother, mother of all armies surrender all at once using this voice of God, voice to skull technology. Listen to what else they can do. Uh, we've got the military had just deployed some of these into Iraq where you can put fake troop movements a quarter of a mile away on a hillside. <laughs> or you can whisper in the ear of a supposed terrorist some biblical verse. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> and they have these infrared devices that can look at their countenance and see a fraction of a degree Kelvin in temperature shift from 100 yards away when they play this thing. And so another way of hope, hopefully determining who's friendly and who isn't. Uh, we make a version of this which puts out 155 decibels. Pain is 120. So it allows you to go nearly a mile away and communicate with people. And there can be a public beach just off to the side and they don't even know it's turned on. So I want to go over some anomalies, some questions that are just being put out there about this first ever test uh, being conducted in the United States of all devices, all TVs. Again, you need to unplug your TVs. You need to unplug every device that might smart have in it and not have uh, your phones anywhere near you if you've got a uh, pouch that has the, the mylar or the protections on there um, stick it out somewhere bury it in the dirt for the day just go and and do it but this is going to go across all united states interrupted radio programming phones um, children in school i mean they got the phones the screens they're going to go nuts in the schools you know, if people aren't aware of this, it's, it's going to be chaos just in itself alone if they don't know what's going on. And they say it's going to last a minute, but that's got to be questionable. So I'm going to show you here. So this is released from FEMA and the Federal Communications uh, FCC August 3rd. And they say it will begin approximately at 2.20 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday, October 4th. All right. Well, we're three hours earlier out here in California. Check this out. This is our local KRON Channel 4, San Francisco. Uh, says both tests are scheduled to begin at 5.20 p.m. So they're saying there's two different tests, which we'll get into in a minute. But the WA will be directed at all cell phones. But they're saying it begins at 5.20 p.m. All right? So that's 2.20 p.m. Eastern Time. If that's not what they're saying, beginning again, beginning at 520, we'll broadcast for approximately 30 minutes. Well, I thought it was going to be broadcast for a minute. No, they're going to be broadcasting for 30 minutes, according to Channel 4 San Francisco uh, uh, TV station. Here's another thing. The Earth will be covered by a loud, unique tone and vibration. All right, they're saying, oh, the Amber Alert's going to be just like the ones before. No, they're going to be a unique Alert system, loud, unique tone and vibration. Not just tone, not just vibration, tone and vibration. And this is from the FEMA site. To help ensure these alerts are accessible, the entire public, including people with disabilities. So why are they targeting people with disabilities? What does disabilities have to do with anything as far as targeting them? making it accessible. The alerts are accompanied by a unique tone and vibration scheduled to last one minute, not one hour. And again, 1420 hours Eastern Standard Time. So they're saying this will be going on 1420 to 1450, right? So that's 30 minutes it's going to be going on, but it's only going to be going on scheduled to test for a minute. I don't understand the difference between the test going on for a half an hour, but the test only lasting one minute. 
And again, the emergency warning system. And notice the name for this uh, integrated public alert and warning system, open platform for emergency networks. IPAWS, open. IPAWS. What are the paws? They're animals. They're opening the animals through their paws, through the grounding. And again, here's the, here's the uh, FEMA saying, uh, uh, FCC saying the test will go for 30 minutes. Um, and again, people unfortunately can access your control remotely. There are plenty of spyware apps and bugs that let people hack into your phone without you even knowing about it. It's usually through certain links or credentials that hackers do this. Yeah, like the U.S. government and FEMA. And again, out here in California, just to repeat, uh, 5.20 p.m. will broadcast for 30 minutes. The alerts will accompany by a loud, unique tone and vibration. So they're saying 30 minutes at 5.20, which is 2.20 p.m. So somebody messed up or they got another game going on. And here's something that's also very interesting under the... Um, what they're, how they're using the wireless emergency alerts. Um, they've got different ones now. They're just going to be bombarding us with. But um, this is uh, now receiving alert on your phone is set it to airplane mode, you know, yada, yada, which isn't true as I've already showed you. But um, they've increased the enhancements of the newer devices um, that is going to be able to, to reach more people and then there's another thing here, the enhanced geotargeting, reaching more than a tenth of a mile overshoot. So they're going to make geographic accuracy, so they're going to connect to everyone. They're not going to miss anyone. Here's another thing with the newer mobilized. Hey, I got my Apple 28. Yay, 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 yay. They're accessible for at least 25 hours and, until the users delete them. So these alerts are going to stay on your phone. It's going to keep pumping it up, and then you turn on your phone again, it's going to take your minds and take it to wherever they want to take it to. Um, uh, so this is another embedded references. It's going to be linked to a hyperlink URL to a phone number alert. So they're going to be on your computer. They're going to be on your phone. They're going to be everywhere. And if that isn't sick enough, they're targeting the children, folks. This is a FEMA.gov website. Wireless alerts, WEA, wireless alerts. Can I get one? Hey, I want to get a wireless alert. Remember everybody that signed up in Paradise, signed up in Lahaina? Everybody I know signed up for the alert systems after the California fires and stuff. And yet nobody got the alerts. Nobody got the alerts. Nobody got the alerts. But if your children are signing up for it, you can be a hero and sign up for these systems. And it'll pop up on the screen or other with a loud beeping cell and shot warning about the dangers. The unvaccinated, the unvaccinated, go get them, go get them. So again, it's, it's not merely enough to turn off your phone or put it in airplane mode. It's all your devices, your TVs, because your TV can hack you as well. And let me show that first. That's how that works. So one of the things that we're able to do with the smart TV platform was actually um, abuse the, the browser. It, to, to the extent that we could actually gain access to the camera that's built into the TV. And so what we can prove here is that with a little bit of extra code, we can turn the camera on in your browser. Wow. And while this is evident to you right here because we, uh, because we designed it that way, this is something that we can do invisibly and actually have the camera running behind the web page that you're, that you're looking at. So what this means is I could be sitting here watching TV from my from my bedroom and you could be anywhere in the world looking at this image of me watching. Yep, I could be sitting on a laptop in a cafe in Paris and as long as I have a network connection I'd be able to get into your TV and access the camera. But the kind of scary things about it is that it doesn't actually give any indication that the camera's on um, and there's no little LED that shows up when the camera's on. So it could actually be watching you and you'd never even know. So that's why I'm saying that you can't just turn your TV off. You have to unplug it because if your TV's plugged in, they can turn your TV on. They can turn your cell devices on from remote. They can control it. They are controlling it. We just don't know it because, we're, again, we're prisoners of our own device. All right, so here's the deal that another thing that's just bothering me that no one's paying attention to is the backup desk date is a week from October 4th. Now, one of the theories that I have is they're going to be an activation code. So they're going to send the activation code into the minds they want, maybe the vaccinated, maybe whomever they want. 
um, on October 4th and nothing's going to happen. Everybody, oh, see, another conspiracy theorist gone bad and everything. But they didn't get it right the first time, so now they're going to run a backup test on Wednesday, October 11th. And since nothing happened on October 4th, now they activate it with the backup test they announced they're going to have on October 11th. And then the zombie apocalypse begins, or whatever they're planning on putting in the minds of those they wish to plant implants in, which they already control through all the smart dust and all the microchips we all have in us. And if you don't think we have microchips in us, watch the movie um, Final Cut by Robin Williams, which you've never heard of this Robin Williams movie, Final Cut. We all have implants behind our left ear MP3 and the back of our skull MP4. And if you don't think we do, Think again. Watch the, since the 50s and 60s, watch the movie Final Cut, Robin Williams. And again, FEMA said addition to tones, in addition to, in addition to, in addition. Tones and vibrations. In addition to tones and vibrations, a message will appear on the phone. So you've got tones, you've got vibrations, and then you've got the messages. So they're going to be hitting us with all three of these all at once. So again, unplug, go out in nature. Don't go you know, too far away in case... This stuff goes crazy, but just get yourself ready to hunker down, and if you can get away from 5G or whatever, that'd be helpful, but just, I would not go to work. I would not let your children go to work or go to school. I would try and inform anybody in the school system that this is possible, show them this video, and let them be informed, because if they're not informed, they cannot make the right decision. So I'm sorry to bring this to you folks, but as I've been watching for since 2005 or six and covering the dark side. Um, we've been predicting a lot of things like three days of darkness coming back last November, dark winter ahead as Biden says the dark winter is coming and here we're going into winter again. And they control the devices. They control when they're going to create something. They control when they're going to hit Lahaina. They control when they're going to hit Paradise on November 8th, the same date as the book Paradise Lost by John Milton on November 8th he died. So they control it. So you don't really know when they're going to activate it, but to be prepared uh, those that fail to prepare, prepare to fail, as my father used to tell me all the time. So those that are prepared, again, the reason you want to know about this is because if you see it coming, you'll be able to act and react. But if it comes and you don't know what's going on, you're going to be trying to figure it out. And you're going to be lost to whatever device, whatever plans they have, and then you'll be stuck in that matrix. All right? So maybe it will be nothing. Maybe we're hyperbole and we're blowing us up to another dimension, but I don't think so. This is something big that they're making a very, very big case about. But I would watch if nothing happens October 4th, do the same drill October 11th. So interesting on those comments, we had some emails in from people on transit systems when they those alarms went off. And again... Knowledge is power, right? Knowledge and knowing what's coming is power. They knew it was coming, and when all the cell phones all went off on the same time on the buses and the subways and wherever, they knew what was happening, but they were surprised at like 99% of the people. Everybody around them but them knew what was going on. They had no clue. And then, you know, of course they want you to upgrade to new cell phones. The new titanium, they're calling it. Oh, yeah, the new titanium. Extra, extra power, extra metal for the vi certain vibrations gives off better sound and tone. It just doesn't seem straight. It seems like it's it's one step of setup to another. They've been planning this for a long time. Just today, I saw a uh, article on northern Russia. They're saying that there's viruses coming out of the permafrost due to climate change and that these viruses uh, are zombie viruses. And it's very interesting because, you know, they need a reason. They need to say, oh, this came from here, or this came from there, and whatever they, whenever they start, whatever they're going to start. Again, this is fiction. They are watching, but a lot of the stuff is coming out of actual information, very much so online already. So everything that we, we show you, we talk about, is coming from online. It's just places that you probably won't see or hear unless you're listening to Big T and the Deep Dive for True team. So let's go to the next one. This is Dr. Jane Ruby on the October 4, 2023. Is there a connection between the October 4, 2023 FEMA and FCC nationwide emergency alert tests and China's bio-based military strategies, including weaponized vaccines, biological time bombs, and anthropocene? The thing of it is, this connection, this bioweapon, 
Yeah, so it's an interesting read, but the first thing you got to do, I, don't, I think you've all seen it all over the news. They're trying to develop billion-dollar, state-of-the-art, modernized new jails, new facilities. Well, let's do some math. Big T, crunching the math. A regular FEMA camp jail facility is 3 to $4 million. Modern-day jail with all the upgrades and things like that, even, you know, cement technology, everything, we took 10 to 20 million. And they're saying they want to build billion dollar jails. Now, come on. Let's just say they want to build five of them. That's $5 billion. What are they really doing with that money? And where's it really going? And if they're going to do something special like that, it's going to be processing facilities for whoever they want. So if it's coming to your town or your area, let us know. Yeah. So this is Dr. Jane Ruby having a little discussion here with, uh, some information from the FEMA and FCC plan nationwide alert test. Let's start with FEMA and the ZBS. So, uh, you know, so here, you know, from the horse's mouth, right? This is an article that was published yeah. August third this year. It says FEMA and FCC plan nationwide emergency test for October fourth. Now, you know, nationwide tests like this are not nothing new. You know, they, they've done this. They, even in small towns, you hear they're testing the sirens every week and whatnot. Um, so. What they say here is they say that basically... I think it is new and different, though. Well, the, oh, I think this one is different. Okay, so how is this... Cause I, Go ahead. Well, it looks like in the past they've done tests one. of... Okay. One at a time. I don't mm, know that... I in fact, I'm certain the reason they're doing this is because they are testing the entire system in every state, including Hawaii and Alaska, at the exact same moment on not just you know your cell phone, but on every device. It's multiple frequencies all at the same time anywhere. They're effectively making it inescapable. You cannot opt out of this test. That's what they're doing all at the same time. It wasn't just town by town. This is everybody. I see. So that's different. Yeah, so I guess all TVs, radios, and cell phones. So basically... Any way of communicating, okay, you're right. Like I know that they've had certain, maybe you get a certain text message at one point, or the TV stations have an emergency broadcast and all the TV, but you're right. I mean, this is basically every, every way that they you know, to communicate. They're doing every it device. all at once. And so and it's, and no opting out. But, but, <laughs> sorry, Seth, but let me tell you this. Yeah, yeah. We've got whistleblowers that doing a female one who said, look, uh, they've already done this test in other countries. I was there. You can't opt out. You turn your device off. It doesn't matter. It's still going to go off. Some people had them in Faraday cages, um, and they still went off. What does that mean? Well, Faraday cage blocks out microwave signals, but it doesn't block out all the signals. So what that means is that this is a very broad spectrum of signals that is being sent, and it makes sense. If you've got a 2G phone, you've got a 5G phone, those are different frequencies, Two generation to fifth generation are different frequencies with different lengths. And if they're able to reach your TV, your AM, your FM radio, your cell phone, your iPad, that is a broad range of frequencies all at the same time. So that's the concerning part. What do these frequencies do and why are they doing this all at one time everywhere? And yet there's more. We're only going to hear a few seconds of it. They're going to continue the test for a couple of hours. What that means is these frequencies are going to happen. We're not even going to know it's going to happen if they wouldn't have told us. Why? Good point. Good point. So I've got so many questions, but I'm going to play the video to help kind of frame it. There's this, a video that was that Jason Shirka put out, uh, which then Greg Reese featured in his recent Reese report. Um, so we'll play this really quickly. It's about a, a little over a minute. But this is where I, I think that a lot of the discussion around this has stemmed. So let me go and just hit play on this. I was asked to share the following message with the world. Remember, I'm only the messenger. What you choose to do with this information is up to you and your own free will. On October 4th at 2.22 p.m. Eastern Time, the emergency broadcast system will be activated across the entire United States under the leadership of FEMA disguised as a test. However, this test will be used to send a specific high-frequency signal through devices like smartphones, radios, and TVs with the intention of activating graphene oxide and other nanoparticles that have been inserted into billions of human beings around the world through obvious mediums. Everyone will be affected regardless of your status. The plan is to also do this in Israel at the same exact time. 
There are certain organizations that are doing their best to stop this in both Israel and the United States. Hopefully they will be able to stop this, and stopping this in Israel looks promising, but stopping this in the United States is still up there. This will also include Puerto Rico, Hawaii, and Alaska. If the October 4th date does not occur for any reason, the backup plan will be to do it on October 11th at the same time. In the case that this is not able to be stopped, I ask you all to shut off your phones and all other relevant devices at 2 p.m. Eastern time for a period of two hours to be safe. This type of wavelength can affect us physically, mentally, and emotionally. I urge you all to protect yourself, and I ask you all to share this video far and wide. So let's just get into this, and, and I'd like to take you through the patents that are on Moderna's website. So there's a patent entitled Modified Polynucleotides for the Production of Secreted Proteins. This is one of the master patents for what they're calling mRNA vaccines. Uh, right in the abstract, it describes um, that the lipid nanoparticles have a particle size between 80 and 160 nanometers, and it contains modified mRNA encoding a polypeptide. It includes a cationic lipid, a neutral lipid, a cholesterol, and a pegylated lipid. What they're calling lipids actually host cationic charges. They host positive electromagnetic fields. There is no lipid in nature that does that. Uh, they're using the term lipid instead of nanotechnology. As you go through the patent in section 219, it explains how they are self-assembled nanoparticles and they're fully programmable. That term in here is, it, should, it is an alarming term. Uh, for a number of reasons. One reason is that these are both pre-programmable as well as they can uh, receive programs from an external source. Microsoft did a three-minute video on their technology uh, they call them biological computers. Imagine a world where we can do computation inside living cells. The problem we're trying to solve is really trying to have a more sophisticated diagnosis that can happen automatically inside cells. Imagine a biological computer that operates inside a living cell. The type of work that they're doing is essentially they're trying to sense, analyze and control molecular information. In this project we're trying to use DNA as a programmable material. DNA is highly programmable just like a computer and we can program a whole range of complex behaviors using DNA molecules. You sent me, this is literally on the NIH website, okay? This is a, a peer-reviewed doc, you know, document on the, NH, in, on the NIH website, this is Fauci's website, which says evidence for a connection between coronavirus disease 19 and exposure to radio frequency radiation from wireless communications, including 5G. So here they clearly say on Fauci's yes. website, and for people that are watching this, if you have this moment like, oh my gosh, share this video. We have to get this information out. But even the NIH is saying that 5G is has a connection coronavirus. It does. It was designed that way. Look, it, it, the one thing that really bothers me is you get these people, Bill Gates is one of them, who studies statistics and, and how to fool people with them. The, the phrase, you know, the correlation does not equal causation. What a bunch of hogwash. When you have more more than one set of data correlating something, that, that tends to mean there is causation. So you look at, for example, Halloween night, 2019, Wuhan is the first city in the world. They turned on 10,000 5G transmitters all at the same time. Lo and behold, people start falling over dead. Why? Some of those transmitters were, um, were transmitting at the 60 gigahertz level. How do we know that? Because WeLink is one of the 60 gigahertz transmitters, a 5G one. It's produced by Huawei. There were Huawei 5G transmitters all over Wuhan. What was the next city to get hit by, by COVID? COVID air quotes. Milan, 5G city. They turned on theirs and lo and behold, everybody gets sick. Followed by New York City. That is correlation that is pointing to causation. And then you got the NIH, as you said right there, they write it in their own peer-reviewed papers. And it's not just them, there's lots of them. I mean, all you got it to, go to your library, it's right here. Everybody has one, and type in the search terms. Don't believe us, but, but get off the couch and do it for yourself. There's the pathogens that are wrapped within this lipid nanoparticle, right? You know, in Marburg, Ebola, et cetera, and how, so yeah. we looked at some of the documentation about how the, uh, 
the signals, the 18 gigahertz signal, it breaks down the membrane of the lip nanoparticle, which will cause whatever's inside of it. It's like popping a balloon, right? So whatever's inside that balloon that gets popped, it's going to flow into the area surrounding it. It's not, it, it's, it's not the way, yeah, I suppose that's right, but that's not the way the scientific papers describe it. Oh, they, okay. they, they describe it as when they expose the 18 gigahertz signal over a period of time, it causes them to swell and spill their contents. But I the effect is nonetheless the same. Okay, okay. And so that we've established, and, and, and there's, there's a, lot of, a lot of research surrounding that. Now, in terms of what do we have to look at in terms of understanding what's inside these that came in within the vaccine? That where's the, yeah. you know, the research behind that? Well, so there, I sent you some different um, patents, for instance, that show that the um, Marburg pathogens were not only adjuvants, but they were stuck inside of these lipid nanoparticles for purposes of, of gene therapy. That's gene modification. I don't know if you've got those to pull up, but um, it's not just that these pathogens, um, they, the papers that study them and the, and the patents themselves talking about creating chimeric bugs, chimeric pathogens. That means they're both bacterial and viral at the same time. So it's Ebola, Staphylococcus, it's, it's Marburg, um, E. coli, and things of that nature encapsulated in lipid nanoparticles. Um, why does one go to the trouble of, of doing that? Um, I assume it's to deliver some pathogens inside of somebody's cell to genetically modify them because I can't have of any other reason why somebody would possibly do that. So it goes back to motive, means, and, and opportunity. Um, do they have the motive to cause a Marburg pandemic or hemorrhagic fever pandemic? The answer is yes, because they've already declared one. On December 9 of 2020, the Secretary of Health and Human Services declared a, a public health emergency for Marburg. Um, they have the opportunity for the last three years, they've been shooting people full of contents. We don't even know what they are. Our whistleblower, uh, Melissa McAtee, who's a quality, um, assurance auditor for Pfizer. So we have no idea of what we were bottling. Those bags of fluid came in, we stuck them in a bottle and shipped them out as Comirnaty. Um, good manufacturing practices were waived because these were COVID countermeasures. That means these were. Uh, military devices exempted from the FDA registration process. That's why they were given an EUA status. And they didn't even have to tell us what the ingredients were. We don't even know what the ingredients are. They, they told us what they were, but beyond that, until we did mass spectrometry, until we actually went to the trouble of finding out what was in those, they could have been anything in the world according to the quote-unquote law at the time. Uh, there's more than overwhelming evidence that these are three of these pathogens that are housed within the hydrogel that is used in the uh, vaccination of the jabs that have been given. Now, these three pathogens are innocuous. They're stable, they're inert, they don't do anything. They're, you wouldn't even know that they're there, okay? But the hydrogel is the fixative that is within. So it's being, think of it almost like a paraffin or cryo or something that's preserved, okay, it's like a storage. It's a vehicle to deliver whatever they're trying to deliver, like the messenger RNA or whatever else they're doing, but it's also fixating these things and keeping them stable. So they're essentially, it's a payload, very high levels. It's the payload of pathogens that are being held in this hydrogel, almost like a sleeper cell. We know that Marburg is not particularly contagious, but it has an extraordinarily high rate um, of fatality. And we know the mechanism by which this will be released. And that is inside of these shots that people already received, inside the lipid nanoparticles, the hydrogel, there exists pathogens inside of the particles that have not yet opened. Those pathogens are chimeric. They include E. coli, Marburg, Ebola, Staphylococcus, and Brewer's yeast, amongst others. We know that upon the broadcast from the 5G system, it is now employed across the United States and the world for that matter. Um, when they broadcast an 18 gigahertz signal uh, for one minute, three different times as a pulse, it will cause those lipid nanoparticles to swell and release the pathogenic contents, thereby causing a Marburg epidemic that they've already spent the money on. They've already, it's already done. Right? The Marburg epidemic for purposes of the law has happened and now we just need the actual uh, disaster to happen. And, and there's actually worse parts to it than that, including the 1P36 gene deletion 
that effectively will turn those poor people into zombies. As odd as that sounds, our government's preparing for that. The FEMA have already put out zombie commercials uh, and yep. CONOPS on that, correct? That's correct. If you look at CONPLAN 8888, Stratcom put that out in 2011. On page two, they say, oh, this is just for examples, just for demonstration. You know, don't, don't worry about it so we don't offend other countries. The problem with that is you look through that con plan, it's all about five different types of zombies. There isn't anything in there about opposition forces. There isn't anything about winning political battles or counterinsurgencies. It is only about a zombie apocalypse, defending it. And you will see that every NIMS compliant practically agency, or, or whether that's state, uh, local, or federal, has already had their zombie apocalypse preparedness training. They've already done their practice. The CDC has had a zombie apocalypse preparedness website up for the last five years. Now they've reduced it to a PDF cartoon. Even in the Amazon Web Services contract, the force majeure clause, I believe it's Article 41, states that we're not liable for damages in case there's a zombie apocalypse. This is coming, folks, and, and the serious adverse event report Pfizer put out post-marketing. They, they have put out as part of the FOIA. The number one serious adverse event was the 1P36 gene deletion. You look up the symptomology for that, it is the elimination of the frontal cortex and propensity to bite. What's very odd about this is this was the symptom post-vaccination. That disease is a congenital disease. It means you're born with it. So how is it then possible that this is the number one serious adverse event from the Pfizer shots? It's here, folks. What I wanted to impart to you is under 42 CFR Part 70 and 71. That's the enabling statute for Health and Human Services to assume power in the, upon the declaration of a public health emergency. They've already done that, as you indicated, uh, with the COVID crisis. That is uh, has resulted in the suspension of our Constitution. It's already happened. The next one is coming. In that statute, you will see that Marburg it is already uh, identified. You will note that the PrEP Act has a Marburg provision that allows for uh, additional spending when invoked. The uh, Health and Human Services has already invoked the Marburg provision, meaning they've already parted ways with money and spent it under the HHS enabling statute to build quarantine camps, amongst other things, throughout the United States. So think of the, this, uh, this spinning pathogen as the sleeper cells that are inside the hydrogel that's inside the vaccine, so people are jabbed with it. You know, it's inside their bodies, completely inert, doesn't do anything. Now, when there is a trigger, when that sleeper cell is activated, when there's a trigger, and we don't know what the trigger is, uh, there's been a number of things that have been postulated. The one that's most likely is an 18 gigahertz pulse from the 5G towers that have gone off. That will be one minute in duration, three subsequent pulses, all one minute in duration, that will then cause this hydrogel to melt down, disassociate, dehiss, you know, whatever it's going to do, become unstable, and now allow that sleeper cell to awaken and release these pathogens, the Marburg, the Eli, and the, uh, and the Ebola, and allow them to become no longer inert. Now they're becoming pathogenic. Uh, with especially the rise of brain-computer interfaces and biometric sensors and so forth, it is very likely that within, say, 50 years, people will literally be part of a network. All the bodies, all the brains would be connected together to a network, and you won't be able to survive if you're disconnected from the net, because your own body parts, your own immune system, perhaps depends on being constantly connected to the colony, to the network. Well, I am now, as of this year, I am in my 32nd year of being a physician. Uh, you have a small elite that um, pushes things in its own interests, even if it doesn't benefit the vast majority of the population. This has happened so many times previously in history, and it's probably going to happen again. Um, the, one of the biggest dangers to the planet today is this technological utopia, because probably for the elite it will work. If bad comes to worst, and when the flood comes, the scientists will build the Noah's Ark for the elite, 
leaving the rest to drown, the rest of the people and then the rest of the, of the ecosystem. But they are likely to be able to construct this technological Noah's Ark, which is probably what much of the elite is, is counting on. Humans are now hackable animals. You know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's over. Free will, that's over. That's over. So this goes back to the, the whole issue of what you asked a few minutes ago. Why would they tell us in advance? Um, the same thing. Why would they tell us in advance? You're looking at it right here. Um, all of this has been studied ad nauseum. And you know, one of the things we found in our, one of our researchers, Lisa McKee, who is paid, so all she does is study these kinds of things, came to find that there are more than 400,000 pathogens that our government and its agents, meaning universities and scientists that are paid to do it, um, pathogens that were developed originally out of something called Brewer's yeast. It was, a, it was a protein they found. Death-associated protein 6, also known as genes 1616, also known as kinase. And they, they adapted this, they genetically modified it into more than 400,000 species of pathogens. We have a copy of the database, we've shared it around lots of places. Um, and these pathogens are for sale. There's a price tag, if you want this pathogen, here's what it is. So don't ask me whether they would do this, ask them why they did do this. Why are they for sale? Why did you make 400,000 pathogens? Why did my tax dollars pay for that research? And what are you gonna do with 400,000 pathogens? This happened. This is real. I didn't do this, but people were asking me whether it's real or whether they're going to do it. I would be asking your government, why, why did you do this? When did you plan on poisoning us? Oh, and by the way, we have found those very pathogens in a variety of medications, including insulin uh, and vaccines, influenza A, hepatitis, blah, 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 staphylococcus, I'm sorry, not staphylococcus, um, tennis. So, it, the, the answer is that this has happened. These pathogens have been put into our food supply. They've been put into our medicine supply. And the only question, Seth, is why do we really have to wonder that? You go back to the Cairo uh, Population Accords in 1994, um, Henry Kissinger and all of the other people like him who tell us there's too many people on the planet, Bill Gates himself. We gotta get that number down to zero. Um, and that's what this whole you know, climate crisis thing is about. It's a justification to remove 7 billion people from the planet. We just happen to be right in the middle of it. In 1972, the Club of Rome published The Limits to Growth, a disturbing text that outlined the depopulation agenda that would be implemented by Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum in decades to come. Watch as The Limits to Growth co-author Dennis Meadows says that he hopes we all die slow, painless deaths. The planet can support something like a billion people, maybe two billion, depending on how much liberty and how much material consumption you want to, to have. If you want more liberty and more consumption, you have to have fewer people. And conversely, you can have more people. I mean, we could even have eight or nine billion, probably, if we have a very strong dictatorship, which is smart, that's unfortunately, you never have smart dictatorships, they're always stupid. So, but if you had a smart dictatorship and a low standard of living, you'd have a but, but we want to have freedom and we want to have a high sentence. So we're gonna have a billion people. And we're now at seven, so we have to get back down. I hope that this can be slow, relatively slow, and that it can be done in a way which is relatively equal. This particular article here, which ties into something else. So you sent me this article, this is back from November 2021, uh, which it titled, China's bio-based military strategies include weaponized vaccines as, quote, biological time bombs. Now, they say here in the first paragraph, it says, the Chinese Communist Party's 14th five-year plan for 2021 is chilling proof that China is the main party pulling the string of this puppet, puppet pandemic and that COVID-19 vaccines are bioweapons. Um, so they, they go into, now they're talking about here, there is a uh, Colonel Ji uh, Wei Guo of the Chinese PLA that wrote a book called Bio-Based War Reconfiguring Military Strategy for the New Era, which I haven't read that yet, but I'm going to. 
But what I also want to then go back to, and I want to really just let you kind of go, uh, you know, wild and explain this, is this the secret speech of General Chi Hao Chien. So this is something that I've covered yeah. quite extensively. This is on uh, Jeff Nyquist's blog. And so what he says, so in 2005, the Epoch Times acquired a secret speech given by the defense, defense minister, Chi Hao Chien, to high-level Communist Party cadres sometime before his retirement in 2003. And so in his speech, he talked about uh, previously unpublished defector tests. So basically, we're saying this, this, this speech coincides with a lot of the uh, defector literature that um, Jeff Michael yes. is extremely familiar with. So I'm just going to do a quick search. because It's a long speech, but I'm going to pull up the word bioweapon um, in, within this speech. Um, <laughs> let me, sorry, let's start back over. I think I had something highlighted. So, oh, no, sorry, biological. Okay, so there's a few things on it. This is, now again, this speech was given over 20 years ago. So he says, in this area, he says that they're talking about, so he says, conventional weapons such as fighters, cannons, missiles, and battleships won't do. Neither will highly destructive weapons such as nuclear weapons. Because they're talking about in this, He's describing why they need America, yeah. and it, it's actually all about food production. And, and we can talk about that, but it's all yes. about food yes. production. And he says that we're not as foolish as not as foolish as to want to perish together with America by using nuclear weapons. Um, this is only by using non-destructive weapons that can kill many people will we be able to reserve America for ourselves. There have been rapid development of modern biological technology, and new bioweapons have been invented one after another. Uh, we are capable of achieving our purpose of cleaning up America all of a sudden. When, uh, okay, I'll go to the next mention of this. Um, he says that biologic weapons are unprecedented in their ruthlessness. But if the Americans do not die, then the Chinese have to die. If the Chinese people are strapped to the present land, here's a key paragraph. If the Chinese people are strapped to the present land, a total societal collapse is bound to take place. According to the computation of the author of The Yellow Peril, more than half of the Chinese people will die, more than 800 million people. Uh, he says this yellow land has reached the limit of its capacity. Um, so they continued talking about how they basically, within this, this over 20 years ago, that they've already been working on race-specific biological weapons. So then if you tie that speech 20, over 20 years ago um, and you connect that to what this is talking about, how the vaccines are what this author is calling um, the, the CCP's biological time bombs. And then you combine that with everything that we're talking about, about how it's the 5G networks which are being used to release the payloads of the vaccines. And then you look at the fact that so much of the 5G technology comes straight from China and straight from the CCP, who runs all the big and, and you know, is fully in control of Huawei and these big tech companies. Sure. To me, this all put together paints a pretty clear picture. As we're approaching this October 4th and whatever happens, so wait, say with Lisa the Marburg or whatever, what should the average person do to prepare on that, you know, during that, for that, during that time? And then question two is, what are you personally doing to be prepared for whatever may come? Right? That's one of the questions yeah. I saw people asking. Well, let's talk about from a legal perspective first and foremost. Did anybody ask you whether you wanted to be blasted with EMF all at the same time you know, on October 4? So how is it that they're able to do this? We know these signals cause harm, right? You just put up the paperwork. We are being battered under the law. That is a battery, and the government isn't allowed to do that to us, but they just told us they're going to do that. So the first order of business is no. Don't turn on your damn transmitters because I don't want them. Um, and I sure as heck don't want my kids getting injured by this. So who gave you the authority? Ask that. Quo moranto, by what authority? That's what that means in Latin. Um, and so we need to understand the mentality and, and how it is that they're operating. And the short answer to the question is they invariably will say it's a public health emergency or related to it. I have a series of, of uh, laws and a brief on this. That's how they did this the, the whole time. And I'll be sharing that on Friday, by the way. We're going to put on a symposium about this. Um, and so the answer is no, opt out. You don't get to presume that I want to be cooked by you and your test. So unplug everything. Number one is what I'm doing. I'm plugging everything. And I will be using my microwave oven 
um, as a Faraday cage because that's what it is. And I'll stick my devices in there. And then in all likelihood, I'm going to go fishing. I'm going to get far away uh, from transmitters. I'll gather up my, my wife and son, and we are going to go out in the middle of the sea. Um, and I know a whole lot of other people doing the same kind of a thing, um, including retired generals who are getting out of Dodge. So if they're doing it, um, there's probably a good reason to do it. I've been briefing them for, for some years now on all of these things. Um, people are taking this seriously. And at the end of the day, Seth, what does it cost? Unplug your TV, unplug your phone, unplug everything for a couple of hours. Um, what, what, what does that cost you? Nothing. Not a thing. What does that demonstrate? We're not going with the program. That's the loudest form of no that they're going to hear. We are not going silently into the night. You don't even have to say the word. Just unplug. We are not doing this. Actually, you know, what also costs nothing is taking a three-hour trip during that time to a national park or a state park. Hey, right? <laughs> if you're sitting out of a canoe on a lake or you're walking through yeah. the woods, I mean, maybe that's just a day that I'll look at the calendar and say, you know what, tell Kate, we're going to go hiking. It's interesting also, by the way, you might recall um, when they first ruled out the whole 5G apparatus that it caused problems with um, avionics and airplanes, and I, I know that because I'm a pilot, um, but they removed any 5G from within a 2.5-mile radius of airports. So if you're looking for a safe zone from 5G, go to your nearest airport. Interesting. That's interesting. Okay. Huh. Um, and so... Now, what about the, so that's, okay, the more immediate of how to basically make sure that your own devices aren't going to be blasting you with something. Now, what about, I know before we talked about uh, Finbin and, and a few other things in terms of how to protect yeah. yourself from Marburgs. Can you touch on those one more time for us? Yeah, it really isn't coming from me. It came from uh, Dr. Peter Chambers, who's a retired Green Gray medical doctor, flight surgeon from the Army, uh, and Dr. Lee Leap, who I do a lot of work with Truth for Health Foundation. The two of them were flipping through the Green Gray medical handbook as late diseases, and they, they found that uh, if Green Berets were to encounter Marburg Ebola, hemorrhagic fevers, they call them viral hemorrhagic fevers, the protocol prior to 2018 was to take something called albendazole um, or maybendazole or fenbendazole. And um, apparently it was something like well, it's once and you're good to go. It's prophylactic and a cure and not to worry, green berries, go do your thing. Um, interestingly, in 2019, those, those therapeutic treatments, right, those are drugs that have been around for a long time, FDA approved. Um, Fenbendazole, by the way, your dog has it. Fenbend444, you can order that on Amazon if you want to for your dog. Um, but the other ones, these are these are prescription drugs that people can get. They're antivirals, just like uh, hydroxychloroquine and um, ivermectin are. It's just these are other forms of antivirals. Go figure. Um, because what are those viral hemorrhagic fevers? And these things work. But lo and behold, in 2019, the Army... Got away, got away from it. They, they um, shouldn't say revoked, but they rescinded those um, therapeutic treatments from the Green Beret Handbook, and they replaced it instead with there's an mRNA shot, there's an mRNA vaccine that um, is soon available. Soon available. We've already seen it. We've already looked at it. Our team has dissected it, so to speak, in terms of ingredients. It's nothing but pure, pure poisons. More of the same. You know, HIV proteins and God knows how many other things in there. They actually use the proteins from these very viruses, uh, including Ebola, uh, Marburg, a bunch of other things. It's really crazy the kind of stuff that they put in there, but they're highly pathogenic. So yeah, that's a lot of interesting information. It was all pre-October 4th uh, information and October 11th information. And then we heard November 8th and November 11th, uh, things are possibly coming our way. So remember, this is fiction support us listen thank you for those that did it's trickling in you really want to make a statement do you really want to be a part of something a movement that at least we can stand up and say hey i was part of this and let's let's try to survive this as a species donate a dollar for a coffee go to uh spotify subscriptions a dollar a month twelve dollars a year 12 cups of coffee at mcdonald's you can do that. Help out Big T and the Deep Dive for Truth team so you can keep these messages coming. Go become a truth ambassador. That's a super help. Start off whatever level you want to. Work your way up and 
get our NV t-shirts. The Deep Dive for Truth t-shirts uh, are available. Let us know in the email, the purchase. Go to our website. The website has the t-shirts. The Envy of the World. Pure blood still. You guys are still the Envy and not vaccinated people of the world. Thank you for all the support. Thanks for listening. Keep spreading the word. The Deep Dive for Truth team and myself are trying to open your eyes. Keep the wool up. Or at least you'll know. You'll have all this knowledge coming at you that you won't find on the mainstream media. God, family, country. Thanks for listening. You guys are the best. You're my brothers and sisters, the human race. We're trying. I'm going to keep you updated on every step of the way with uh, what's coming on with illnesses. Again, we're being uh, heard throughout the world, so this is great. And um, email us and let us know. Please keep the positive emails coming. Let us know that we're helping. Let us know that you're listening and that you do care about us. And uh, follow us if you can. And support us at least by liking us and uh, telling everybody else about us and keep pushing back for the species. We're against the cabal. We're against the big anti-human race league. They want to reduce us down. Until the next time, stay safe, everybody. Peace. The Deep Dive for Truth team is about digging for the truth. The truth about topics that may or may not be based in reality, but based in the control the manipulation and misguidings of our species by the system. The system that is not for the human species, but for the entitled ones of the human race. If we are going to make a change, we need to do this collectively, using the system against them. Knowledge, resources, species building. We will not be controlled by any government, media, or status group. We will be for you, the human race. We will need your support to tackle this endeavor. We will do this with or without you. But the only way to challenge the system is with everyone's support. There will be connecting topics to show the thread of truth from beginning to the end. Throughout our series, we will be having some fun, hoping that the system may not notice us at all, mainly AI. Hidden in the information, we will remove the blindfold obstructing the truth. That truth will be unveiled to those who really want to know. Everything about the removal of 90% of the human race. Binary code messages play on words within the jokes, the jests, and the possibilities were proposed. Again, this is fiction. The system is watching. You will be informed as to who, what, where, and why the world is the way it is. You'll find out where we are heading and the possibilities of hope and change for our species. The nature of our existence is to gain knowledge. When you follow us to the end, You will become an ambassador of truth. You will be able to spread a warning to our kind. You will be able to spread a message of hope, life, and a future for our species. If you want to follow someone who has been digging deep dives for 35 years and has threaded the needle of truth and who has put the big picture together, then this is for you. Remember, you may not always like what you see, but you will be able to see and sense what is the truth around you. It is time for the Great Awakening.